Salutations, all of you beautiful people out there, and welcome back to Joygasm, the video game and movie podcast. I am Rez. He is Steve. And it is a pleasure to see Price and Soap once more in episode 295 today, November 3rd, 2022. We're going to be getting right into our topic of the day, which is... Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Impressions. So there's no need to fast forward whatsoever. In fact, instead, what you could do is um, set your iron sights on that subscribe button and uh, throw a knife at that notification bell. That way you will not miss a single solitary episode of Joygasm, which drops once a week each week. Steve, it's been a moment since the last time either one of us has played COD Call of Duty. Yes, a mm. COD title, as it were. I think the last title that I played was Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Oh, uh, yeah. The last Call of Duty I played was over here, and it was when they brought in, like, the 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 dude with the big sideburns and the chin sticking out. I think you were in London. <laughs> I think it was in 2019. It was it was the one after uh, the one where it was like, oh, here's, like, a 10-minute story campaign, and the rest is multiplayer. Oh, It was the one after that yeah. one where they went back to, like, okay, here's a full campaign along with the game. Was that the one that was Black Ops? Call of Duty Black Ops or Black Ops 2, something like that. It could have been, Russ. And you know what's all about Black Ops and all about modern warfare? It is indeed. It is indeed. They did go back to a little bit of the World War II That was a little... Action. That was a minute ago. Yeah. Yeah. I have that one. It's I a little think. difficult to know. But yeah, I know the one you're talking about because yeah. I, too, uh, was a little bit surprised about how short the... It was like the campaign was like... Right. Done in the blink of an eye, and you're just kind of like, I guess we'll play multiplayer now. <laughs> what do we do? So actually, yeah, like that is the most recent title, probably because obviously I bought it and you came over and checked it out and stuff. And right. I did not play that game for very long. I mean, I, I fiddled around with the multiplayer <laughs> a little bit. I'm just, yeah, we'll we'll get into that oh, a bit later. Boy. But anyway. Here we are, mm. a bit later. Infinity Ward has come out with their latest offering. Mm. And so um, I'd say we've probably, if I had to guess, you and I have put in roughly, what, four hours of campaign-ish? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Not not each. Well, yeah, each. I would each. say four hours. Yeah. I would say I put in about four hours. Yeah. Well, where are you at right now in the game, Russ? I, okay, so... I'm doing um, a mission with, uh, as soap with Price. Taking a shower, right? What? You had some soap. I don't know. <laughs> Got to get clean, Russ. There was no dropping of the soap <laughs> with Captain Price. <laughs> so, I am soap <laughs> on a rope. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, no. No, I'm ah. on the mission where we're doing a lot of sniper work. Where mm. um, we're wearing that—I I don't know what the the proper term is—but it's like that hardcore sniper. Like you're, you look like you're wearing like grass on you. Like you, you mm. look, you look like you're you, you look like you're one with the earth. Like basically, like like if you lay down, people 
can't even see you like hardly at all. Like you have to be really be right on top of them in order to see. Anyway, to give you a better idea, there's like these fishing factory things. And so you're picking off people. You're kind of learning how to use the scope. Mm. And, uh, and essentially like within that mission, there's like a lighthouse and you're trying to, uh, find some crates and stuff. So that's basically where I'm at. Mm. Are you uh, are you there? Have you passed that part? Are you not, not there yet? Where I, are you, Steve? I don't think I'm there. Where I am is... The um, title screen. <laughs> <laughs> I put start and then I went to bed. I'm still oh, reading man. the unit. <laughs> Yeah, speaking of which, there's like six of them. You're like, oh, I know. you agree to this? You agree to that? You agree to this? I'm like, I paid for the game. I mean, did not say I agree to everything. I mean, I what if I don't agree with it? I had to change my password. I, You know that EA has, or not, it was I, Activision. Activision has, or was it? No, EA is not a part of this at all. Activision had, see, both EA and Activision have these like, uh-huh really involved like EULAs and like they try Ridiculous. and get you to sign up and like, Oh, we need, now we need you to have a profile with us. And it's like, I already have a profile with Sony and Xbox. Why do I need a profile with you guys? You don't. I never set anything up. You didn't, you didn't, no. you didn't send in Just like a B button, hit it out there and you brought it back to the uh, screen. Start. Let's get it on. Well, I gave him my email. Nice. Hey, you want to buy something? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah, no, it, it was worthy of note as to like just how many screens. It's like, do you guys get sued? Like, I think that's yeah. the, that's the only thing that comes to mind is like, I have a feeling that maybe the team has gone through multiple attempted lawsuits or something. And so they're almost forced to like have gamers say, I agreed. To, like, I mean, who has time to read all that? Yeah, I know, especially when you just bought the game, you want to play it, yeah. not like read, all right. I'm going to be here for the next six hours. Uh, okay. What do they mean by, <laughs> I don't know what that word is. Um, <laughs> or like you lose your place because there's so much text on screen. Yeah. You're like, uh-oh. <laughs> Start over. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so where I am is I, um, there, I'm in a plane and I'm shooting down, like giving cover fire to, um, the team, essentially. Mm. And I can make it like, you know, infrared and stuff. That's where I'm at, Russ. Uh, and I'm kind of stuck there. Because um, the guys are on the roof and I got to give protective fire, blah, blah, blah. You keep getting shot by the missiles coming at you, huh? No, I don't. I don't. No missile has ever hit me. You're not that far then, are you? I don't know, they're shooting missiles at me. I don't know. I keep on throwing out like, you know. The flares. Flares to knock the missiles down. But what happens is, um, like, they're like, oh, they're coming out of the school. They're coming out of school. I'm like, where's the freaking school? <laughs> you know, because like, I've, I've gotten circles around like, oh, zoom up over here, zoom up over there, zoom up over here. I'm like, I don't know where the school is. Yeah. And so all I see is like little white, you know, like uh, infrared symbols little walking strokes. around. I'm like, I'm trying to take out everybody and, I, and they, that my team keeps on getting annihilated. And I'm the like, pilot- screw it, I'm going to bed. <laughs> the pilot of the aircraft just has his hand like on the left turn. He's like, <laughs> anytime now. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Uh, I did find, because I know what you're talking about. I had some of the same struggle, but I realized that the parts, or I should say POI, mm. that's short for points, points of, interest. of interest. That's right. That's right. 
they do this like subtle, like it's like it's almost like a yellowy greeny color. Yeah. That's like a yellow greenish tinge rectangle mm-hmm. around the area that you're supposed to focus on. Sometimes, yes. Mm-hmm. I've been looking for that for the school for the longest time. Maybe they're doing it. I just don't see it because <laughs> they have done. It. I'm like, where am I supposed to go? Oh, there. Um, they're coming out of the school. It's a third world country. I don't know what the schools yeah, look right. like here. What is it on Johnson Street? I, what am I supposed to look at? <laughs> um, and so, like, even with the missiles, I didn't know where the missiles are shooting. I'm like, okay, I hear something. It's firing from the opposite direction. Uh-huh. You know, and I see this little, like, I'm going to get hit, but at least I know where they are. <laughs> anyway, so that's where I'm at. I've died probably a dozen times, mm-hmm. and then I just gave up. It I, does take I'm some done. time. Yeah. So, but that's where I'm at, Russ. I I understand. It did take me a little bit of tenacity to get past that because yeah, like first of all, that mission's pretty long. Yeah, you know, you're you're flying around there for a while, and they they keep having these new types of uh, POIs they want you to focus on. And then my thing was like, I kept like shooting at civilian buildings, which like you, you instantly fail. It's like an insta fail. If you like hit any of those buildings. So you can yeah. blow up the roads plenty. Yeah. Missiles, rockets, whatever hit a building. Return to base. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> RTB. But that type of level in particular is kind of one of the tried and true bedrock levels of COD. Like uh, that's definitely like nothing new. They're not breaking any new ground with that particular level, but it's a very satisfying level. I think that's why it has stood the test of time really is that everyone just loves that. It's such a unique level and you really do. I mean, like it's crazy how the, the U S military has had that particular aircraft in service for decades. It's been there for a long time. That's a deadly aircraft. I mean, if you think about the type of air support it gives, it's pretty scary stuff. And it's a prop engine plane. It's not even a jet. It's like one of those like, <clears throat> not even quiet. Yeah. You hear something? <laughs> no, I don't hear anything at all. <laughs> There's like some big dragonfly in the air. <laughs> Must be a horsefly. Are we supposed to be quiet on this mission? Yeah. No. Not even remotely close. We don't need to be. <laughs> Stealth ain't a part of this one. No. We want them to know we're here. <laughs> People on the ground are like, oh, man. So let's talk about oh, okay. the graphics of Call of Duty. Uh, Call of yeah. Duty has always been a tour de force. You ended up mm. downloading the game and installing it before mine was done because you only installed the campaign itself. That's right, Russ. I ended up installing the entire thing, multiplayer, all mm. the content packs. I mean, it took mm. me like an extra 30 to 45 minutes to get the whole thing downloaded. Is that so? But I remember mm. you oh. yeah. um, texting me saying that the visuals were impressive. Yes. Care to expand on that there, Steve? Um, it looks like the Unreal demo. Mm. Kind of that we saw way back when. Yes. Demo on PS5. That's what it kind of looks like. Um, so they you know, they drop you kind of in a ravine. And you're walking around and you're just looking at the rocks. Like, why are we fighting? Everything is so beautiful. <laughs> well, I'm just going to just lay my rifle down and just like be in awe of the... Has anyone take time to look at this rock? Yeah. Like, this, how, how old do you think this rock is? And then um, you get like selfies. You're like... <laughs> With the lighting is perfect. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so if you get close to it, 
It does look a little blurry. Yes. So, I mean, but that's just, I mean, that's always been the test. Like, you know, everything looks great far away and then you get close and it's all kind of, not pixely. Just, yeah. It did, did the it just a little, blurry. kind of a, like a, sl- a slight smearing or sure. slight blurriness, like you said. Yeah. And the lighting itself, I thought it was interesting to look at mm. the visuals from the standpoint that clearly some of those levels, like the first one that you're talking about, mm-hmm. is based in this very like, it looked like it was like 1 p.m., 2 p.m. I mean, the sun is like beating down. It's as bright as it's going to get. So, I mean, it's super bright when you're not in the shadows and whatnot. And so you're looking at all those textures and the uh, photogrammetry modeled uh, rock fixtures and surfaces and that sort of thing. I was comparing that actually to a Plague Tale Requiem just because Mm. the first level of that game you know, you're outside. It's it's same <clears throat> afternoon. Yeah, like kind of like two p.m. ish, something like that. Sure. You, you know, real bright sunlight coming down, really hitting all the different props in the environment. Mm. I feel like a Plague Tale Requiem in some cases actually looks better, but I I have to put a disclaimer on that just because this game is first person. That's right. So the camera is going to be automatically closer to that stuff. I mean, I suppose if you were like rotating the camera, you're rotating the, the character, you could kind of get close to some of those textures. But honestly, it's it's um, harder overall just because the camera is farther away. Sure. You're over the shoulder as opposed to being like right there. But anyway, yeah, please continue, Steve. So um, anyhow, um, yeah, I walked out there and um, did my thing. How many times did you have to shoot that missile and oh that was kind of annoying i don't know it was like i'm like i have the reticule in the other reticule and i'm like right there and it's a missile you think i just blow everything up in sight and it's like oh you missed start over again and and i'm like (laughs) i guess i'm a little bit low i'm aiming we're aiming for a person yeah we're not aiming for like a truck so, well, I mean, you could have, I mean, it's basically a truck. I mean, the missile has like a, an area of effect that is pretty wide. Pretty much. But I mean, you don't know that until you're right yeah, up on it. Yeah. And so um, there were plenty of times where like, I'm pretty dead set on this thing. And I think by like the seventh or eighth time, I'm, I just went, I'm going to aim higher uh-huh. than lower. Yeah. And so I did that and I'm like way off and it's like, oh, you got him. Boom. You know, done. <laughs> I'm like, Ugh. Okay, well, aim high, I guess. My situation with that was, um, and th- this is actually um, a note I wrote in my list of notes. Hmm. There is something interesting. There we go. Yeah, that, go. The, the opening was here. <laughs> I was about to like take like, a drink and be like, blah, 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 blah. yeah, yeah. Missed the opening there. Missed the whole. <laughs> Have a stain on my shirt for the rest of the Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, what I was going to say was, the issue that I had with that particular part of the game was as the missile is in the air and it's letting you know, oh, you can control the missile. There's a little rectangle um, dialogue box that comes up that says press X to invert controls of the missile. Uh-huh. As you are well aware, uh-huh. I'm one of those weirdo types that I like to invert my controls. The problem was that it wasn't actually responding. Like, like I would probably like, Oh, okay. So I press X and then I start to move it and it's still the original setup. It didn't go into inverted mode at all. So I had to like repeat at least three or four times in a row with myself, just like thinking, okay, I'm pressing X 
And now I'm thinking I, I'm, I'm inverted and then the missiles goes because I'm trying to like make, like make it go up and instead it goes down. And, and so it keeps blowing up like within the, the ravine. And this, this is something that like I'll, I'll revisit with you a couple of times throughout this podcast just because there is. What was that? That's the water just bubbling down. Uh. Uh, sounded like an alien from Star Wars. <laughs> Just a couple crabs I got living in yeah. my throat, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, what I was what I was gonna get at was the fact that I love like the the setup, right? right. Like I think yeah. it's really exciting. You don't know who behind the mask you didn't know that um it was Price who who was behind the mask as yeah. far as you're concerned, you're like, okay. It, you know, clearly it's it's a, a British soldier, but we don't know. We have, we haven't been properly introduced in the game yet at that point, and so I'm I'm loving the setup. I'm loving like like you know what's going on, and then you have like these American uh, allies that are like launching this missile, and all of a sudden it gives you control of the missile, and you're like, oh man, like you know it's exciting. <laughs> the problem though is that because the response is kind of clunky within within the game itself i began to lose that excitement because i was too like distracted in trying to get the inverted controls on the missile to actually like function like like actually activate and so i ended up doing that one missile part like you like i mean i, I probably took me about six seven maybe eight times i, I honestly lost track because i it kept blowing up and um, you know, I was streaming. I was uh, my my first experience with the game uh, last night during our stream, which you know I'll put up as B roll on this podcast. But did you watch any of it? No, actually, I was about to interrupt it because I I didn't think you were going to do the stream. I thought I was going to do the stream, oh. and so I went to <laughs> went to Twitch and I was literally about to hit start broadcast. I'm like, hey, someone already typed out <laughs> Call of Duty. <laughs> So I'm like, went on my phone. I'm like, I wonder if Russ is on it. I'm like, sure enough, he's there. I'm like, okay, I'll put everything away. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to interrupt the stream. You know, right. I was going back and forth with like, do I sign into YouTube or sign into Twitch? And yeah. I had a feeling you had already started playing Call of Duty before streaming. And I just wanted to make sure that we, we could capture like the initial first levels and that sort of thing. So I'm like, I'll just I'll get in there and do it. But... But anyway, so yeah, that was kind of that experience where like finally it did happen. You're like, man, like if, if only like that activated successfully on the first attempt, it would just be like butter and, and you know, have the, the, the whole kind of um, prologue level, so to speak, finish up and, and <clears throat> me just be on this like really excited high. Like, whoa, man, that was crazy. That was <laughs> insane. But I was like, you know, anyway, and I'll come back to that in a couple other instances. Sure. But please, Steve, uh, continue with the graphics. Um, so, uh, I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know, Russ. It's been a long week. Anyway, uh, so yeah, you have other, uh, examples, uh, where, like, the, the night lights are pouring into the windows, and you got tile, and you got, uh, you know, all the plants and stuff. Everything just looks really colorful and, uh, and smooth. Um, people's expressions, yeah. I would say, have taken a quite a notch up. Um, I think they're actually using actors. Um, you know, the, the general, of course, I mean, we've seen him. Oh yeah. In, in like a general role. In Transformers. 
He was. Yeah, yeah. He was in Transformers. Um, And he was in Friday Night Lights, but he wasn't a general in that. But he was a police officer. He plays a lot of that kind of law enforcement, strict, old school, military type roles, which is fine. I mean, I I think he's he's perfect for the role. He was in a couple of the uh, later, like the last two seasons of 24 as an aide to the president. Secret Uh, Service or something. I think I recall that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while since I've Mm. seen that wonderful show. Mm Mm-hmm. But anyway, I have a feeling that probably most, if not all, of the the characters that we come across, I, I think they are definitely based off of real life counterparts. Mm. There may be some exceptions with like <clears throat> like Price and Soap. I'm not sure if they're actually based off of real people or not. I'll have to look into that. Probably are. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I like all the cinematics. <clears throat> I mean, it, it, it's very professionally done. Yeah. No, it's good. The missions, uh, <clears throat> I don't know what's wrong with me. This is terrible. The missions are really like, some are smooth, some are quick, some are hard, some are like, like there's a bunch of random missions. Mm. Not a bad thing, but um, what do you think of all the, the missions they've been giving you so far? I love it when you ask me questions. Not, uh, they're not all straight up. Love it when you ask me questions. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been really enjoying the missions. I think that it's a direct result of the unfolding story. And, you know, if if we wanted to pivot really quickly um, onto story based off of what I've seen so far, I've been really enjoying it. I think it's cool to like, you know, you have this type of uh, Middle Eastern antagonist that we're, sure. we're finding out about. He has a beef with America and he, and uh, you don't say, yeah, I know <laughs> surprise, <laughs> but um, you know, it, it's not just one dimensional in the sense like we have someone from the middle East and then they hate America at the end, you know, like, like <laughs> they definitely um, are exploring this, this concept, this idea of having multiple nations, um, not necessarily the, the, the national governments that we know of yet, but more of like, like you have like the, the Mexican drug cartels as um, sure. a different type of um, evil partner. And then, you know, going on from there, you're, you're, you're realizing some of these other types of uh, setups and situations that, I mean, quite honestly, I could see actually happening. I mean, it's, it's not too far fetched to look at some of the, the different ideas that they're, they're presenting in this fictional story. That's true, Russ. Um, I will say it, it seems like and this is not a bad thing. It just seems like from other call of duties I've played, uh-huh. this one seems a little bit, Less intense. Less like, intense. Like another day in the office kind of deal. Mm. Does it seem that way to you? Or is it seem, I mean, it didn't seem really like they're building up towards, you know, something really serious out. I mean, yeah, they're taking out a terrorist, we're crying out loud, yeah. but it doesn't seem as intense. Is that how you feel? Um, yeah, I, I think. Hmm. So one of the main strengths with the Call of Duty series is I've always really liked their stories. Hmm. Like every one of their stories I've been a fan of. And it's kind of cool because like they fuse it. It's like a hybrid where it's a continuation from where the previous games have left off. So it's like, you know, you have like a history with captain price, for example. Um, and they introduce some, some new characters here and there, that sort of thing. But there is this kind of overarching, like, like continuity that, that they, they honor. 
at the same time, though, like they they have their own unique kind of situations that unfold for the gamer within each one of the Call of Duty games. I think it's great. I think it's super cool. This one is no different in the sense that this one seems to be kind of more of a slower burn. I don't want to like mischaracterize the game at all because the game is definitely fast paced. It definitely has all kinds of stuff going on. But in terms of the story, because you're right, like sometimes like I remember playing um, Call of Duty. Um, I think I want to say it's Infinite Warfare. I think I think it's the right sure. way to Probably say right. It. Yeah. But I mean, that that particular game, you know, from the get go, I remember walking out and, and it's kind of it's in the future mm. and you're taking in the sights. I mean, like it was amazing. Like, like the, the cinematic spectacle of what they created with just that, that first prologue level, so to speak. And then you, you're just immediately thrust into like this, this warfare because of this attack on this military base that was like in celebration. And what, I mean, it just had more of that grandiose kind of like, what is happening? You know, you know, kind of thing. So I, th- I think it's cool. I think having variety within the story is great. I'm sure that this is going to continue to like drop little breadcrumbs as we go along and, so, and you're going to have little twists and turns and oh, I, I'm, in, I'm enjoying it. I like breadcrumbs. Indeed. I like cookie crumbs more. Mm. I want a healthy uh, kind of diet, Russ. Yeah. Take the bread. I see. Yes. Carb it up, huh? Ah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Get some carrot crumbs instead. Easier to track. Orange. Mm. Mm. Anyway, I am also very impressed by the graphics. Um, this is by, you know, no happenstance. Mm. It's no surprise whatsoever that mm-hmm. it's a Call of Duty game. I mean, come on. That's right. They're all very uh, impressive graphical they tour. They do the forces. Yes. They do. They do a really good job. I always love it. I always love going to each one of the, the different levels and seeing like what they've cooked up and whatnot. I mean, even that one level with uh, the downed helicopter, you know, it's at nighttime and uh-huh. you're going in and whatnot. I mean, the whole thing is paced really well. It, it feels realistic and the different things that are going on. Um, I don't know. Like, like the immersive factor is, has always been there. You're just, you, you call of duty is a very unique experience it's very aggressive, very testosterone, very like, you know, you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to take out that enemy over there and get that big gun. Yeah, exactly. There'll be some explosions. <laughs> uh, I've been at the top of the mountain. I'm the cream of the crop. Cream of the crop. But, oh, um, boy. But no, like, I, I've always really enjoyed what they've been able to, to cook up with every single one of these titles. Um, so that's great. The sound is uh, also. Yeah, I was going to mention the sound. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, again, are we surprised? No, they have all, they have some of the best Foley artists out there. They're probably uh, at this point, they have access to all kinds of military hardware, Mm. you know, put those microphones everywhere, you know, getting quality sounds. Yeah. I wonder how, yeah. Okay. We need um, some steel plates, kind of like a down helicopter. (laughs) Okay. We're going to put some microphones in there. Just fire a bunch of rounds at it. You know, Bob. Stay away from the target area. <laughs> like, okay, move the microphone. Ping, 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 ping. Those are some pretty good sounds. I mean, that really did sound like uh, it's like bullets. It were does. Metal. I mean, I've never been there. I mean, you know, but I, that's how I would imagine it sounding. Is how they did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could just totally see. I got this vision in my head of like the 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 Call of Duty Foley artists. Like, okay, <laughs> for this next recording. Need you to drop a Moab. 
Military is like, <laughs> what? Trust me. <laughs> Moab. We'll see what we can do about that, sir. Mm-hmm. It's going to take some risks. <laughs> can you imagine the Foley artist? He's like, am I far enough away from this thing? <laughs> I knew I should have signed up for the extra health insurance. <laughs> Forget health insurance. How about some life insurance? <laughs> but don't worry. It's going to be awesome. Hmm. Hopefully I just won't be... <laughs> uh, completely vaporized along with my equipment. Because yeah. I'm not paying that back. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> don't take that out of my check. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But anyway, yeah, the sound effects are fantastic. Yeah. The voice acting um, is also terrific. I it's just very love good. It. Yep. It's worth noting, by the way. Okay. Bye to the bye. Some Call of Duty games, when things get really intense, is that, and this happened more, I want to say, with like the World War II mm. games, but there would be like kind of like the, like this overwhelming cacophony of different people screaming things at you and at the situation and, and what the mission is, what the objectives are, that sort of thing. And I get it. Like the whole point of it is to create that sense of panic, create that sense of intensity. That's totally cool. It's just at certain times, like when, when the action was getting hot and, and everything else that, I, I couldn't understand. I couldn't like separate like like who's shouting because they got shot versus who's shouting an objective versus like, you know, like who's hooping and hollering because we just had like a, you know, air uh, support come through and it leveled. Up. I mean, it's just all this stuff. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to shoot this way and see what happens. Spray and pray. Yeah. yeah. That happened like towards the beginning to me. I, it was just about that helicopter episode where he had to take out the house first or clear the house yeah. anyway. And so like they're yelling at me. He's telling me to do something. I'm like, okay, there's guys in the background. <laughs> uh, I got my gun on. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm just going to like pick somebody off and be like, you know, kind of look outside the yeah. rocket. and like, Pew! I just get sniped. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? And I, again, like three times I go, you know what? I'm just going to go do what I'm good at. Mm-hmm. And just run straight in, just you run know. Straight in. And so that's what I did. I'm like, ah, and I <laughs> went side to side to side to side. And bolts are flying by, and I was went there and obliterated everybody. You're just zigzagging. Like, okay, crazy. you did it good. I'm yeah. like, I don't even know that was what I was supposed to do. <laughs> Steve, <laughs> you imagine if that was in reality? You're like, ah! you're like, what's that guy doing? Man, the balls on that guy. <laughs> <laughs> in Danny Rooney. Oh man. Now, one of the levels that I thought was a unique level was the whole, like, you're in the uh, kind of this harbor. Mm. And so you got to do some swimming and stuff. Uh-huh. And it's like, okay, cool. But this brings up the second issue that I had, which is like, you know, the, you know, Price is telling you, like, oh, I soap. <laughs> I want you to get into the water and I want you to take out all this paper. You can't use the gun. <laughs> you must got to use your knife. You got to use your switchblade. You got to use a knife. And you gotta go and be real quiet, like. Oh, by the way, there's a boat searching the place, so you gotta be careful. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Clearly, yeah. because, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got you, sir. Now the problem is, is like, so, so I, 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 <laughs> I jump into the water, I'm like, whoosh, and it has all the cool, realistic bubbles and stuff. Get involved. 
And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, did they hear me? Apparently not. So then I'm, I'm like, up to the surface. And I'm like, so I'm like bobbing. I'm like treading water. I'm like, oh, this is kind of, I got my knife like this. Oh, this is kind of cool. All right. And I'm like, kind of, I'm kind of moving I'm, I'm, my way. I'm pretty buoyant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Across the water. I'm like, okay, I see that guy. I got a shank. But these people are going to see me if I go over there. So I got to go under, I got to hold my breath and go underwater. I'm like, okay. How do I go underwater? So I'm sitting there like pushing all kinds of buttons. The game doesn't tell you at all how to dive. I'm just like, I'm like stabbing the water. And then I'm like, sure. Now like take a flashbang. I'm like, tink, I'm like throw that. Move with like the water, water goes up and around you. You're like, yeah. did it. That's how it's done. <laughs> I mean, like, I was literally pressing all. Uh, I mean, and again, you could totally hear me during that part of the stream where I'm getting so frustrated because I'm like, I don't know how to dive. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here like a fool with a knife, and I'm in the water next to this boat, <laughs> and I can't do anything. I'm just like, I mean, I, I can swim on the surface, but I mean, that's not going to do anything. So, like, by complete, like literally going down the list of, okay, I know I have X amount of functions with these buttons. Let's just go down all of them and see what happens. <laughs> and I was finally able to figure out, oh, I have to look down and then not just click the left thumbstick. I have to press forward and click in order to like dive down. I'm just like, <laughs> guys, who kind of made an oopsie daisy on that? Like, again, that's the kind of situation I'm noticing. This isn't a huge deal, but it is a deal in the sense that they do such a great job of getting you immersed in this fantastic atmosphere with every single mission objective, every level that you're on, right? Like you're, I'm in it. Like I'm like totally loving it and everything else. <laughs> and then this weird clunky UI situation whether it's a, a lack of telling me like how, like because you don't go through a training mission it's right. not like this is how you dive this is how you swim this is how you know they tell you on the fly which is like um you'll notice um in the level that i'm on and this is no spoiler or whatever you have a backpack and so you can access your backpack and it has a, like a variety of different types of things at your disposal and that sort of thing so it's like oh okay but again, it's like, why didn't they? I mean, again, I'll have to I'll have to go back through the footage. Maybe I missed it. But if I did, I mean, that had to have been a really subtle HUD element that just kind of went. And you're just kind of like, did I see? Was that a wave? I don't. <laughs> anyway. Well, there's another one, Russ. Maybe you did happen to go through the same thing where it was in the beginning, around that time, of course, within that first four hours. <laughs> And um, you are the uh, the Mexican uh, special ops, yes, right, yes. And so you're walking up there, and there was like a guy who was looking at someone through the fence. He's like, "Oh, all right, man, you're going to dick him out." I go, "Okay," and I I could see I have my my pistol with a silencer yeah. on it, and I'm like, "Okay, shouldn't I have a knife or something else?" I'm trying to switch my weapon, but you don't have your weapon drawn. Yeah. It's like in your holster or something. I right. walk up there, I walk up right to the back of the guy, and I'm like. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm like, my hands are there. I'm like, what? I pull out the gun, pull out the gun. Okay, pull out the knife, pull out something. And the guy just goes, <laughs> and like looks at me and goes, ah, oh! you know, boom, 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 and shoots and like alerts the whole camp. I'm like, what is going on? Like, why can't I just like, you're like, you're like, tap him on the shoulder. You're like, I have a gun. 
I don't know how to get to it. Can you tell me how I'm supposed to get to it? You can just walk away. I mean, I don't have to shoot you at all. I mean, it, it, I could have taken you out like 20 times already. Or, or, or better yet, it's like, you know, you're pressing the wrong button. So like, you know, you, you have that flashlight. So you're constantly going <laughs> <laughs> behind the guy and the guy's like, starts making shadow puppets and stuff. He's like, I don't know what's going on. You see this? Uh, uh. <laughs> it's a turkey. <laughs> I don't think anyone's behind me, but oh, this is man. fun. This is a fun time waster. The other guy's like, yeah. <laughs> Price is like, really? <sighs> How'd you pass the academy? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, no, I, I know what you're talking about. So the game's pretty. Oh, but it's gorgeous. It, but yeah. it's glitchy a little bit. Well, glitchy. I wouldn't well, say I, glitchy. It's eh. the the user experience is not polished. That's okay. the problem. Okay. Is that I think they must have run out of time, and I mean it's either that or maybe they're banking on the fact that oh well you know if you're a hard duty Call of Duty fan these are the maybe they're the same controls from previous titles that mm. I'm unaware of. I have no idea. But the point is is that from a UI UX perspective. You have to assume that it's a new player to the game. And so, you know, I'm not saying you have to like painstakingly handhold them through every little thing. But, you know, first of all, make sure that like when you um, in the code, like make something actionable, like like you, you can actually like, you know, change your, your missile direction to inverted. Make sure that's super responsive because especially like it's one thing if like you're, um, you know, you're standing there and there's no, like, there's nothing happening yet, right? Like, so you can kind of, like, goof around and everything else. When you're, like, watching this missile in the air flying hundreds of miles an hour and you know, like, you, you're that, there's not a whole lot of time between point A to point B and they're, like, you know, giving you kind of a hard time actually <laughs> activating invert, that's kind of an issue. And I get it. It's like, you know, they don't want it to take, like, they don't want to detract from the excitement and the intensity of what they've just cooked up for the player. But at the same time, it's like you've got to make sure that it actually is responsive. The other thing though, is more of like, like what I said earlier about how you need to have proper HUD engagement that just, it, it informs the end user how things work. And that way you don't have these kind of moments of awkwardness where you're just like, okay, I'm being taken out of the moment because I simply don't know how to do a certain type of function that right. is very much a mandatory for this uh, particular mission. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. Indeed, Steve. Mm -hmm. Indeed. Mm -hmm. It is interesting to think about with um, how, I, since I'm a bit farther along, I don't want to give... Um, you any spoilers about spoilers. where I'm at? I'm not that much farther Mate. ahead of you. I think I may be like one or two levels ahead of you. Mm. But overall, again, I just I love the the fact that like these fictional stories, and this is kind of similar to the Tom Clancy games, kind of harkening back more to like the the Splinter Cell or like the Graw titles, like Graw One, Graw Two. Love those games uh, for many reasons. One of which was the types of stories they were telling, although fictional, you could see playing out to a certain extent in real life. What I think is interesting about this game so far is especially like what, like I know you, you've played this part already, but you know, you take on the, the Mexican operatives, the special forces and seeing that wall on the border of, of Texas, 
um, I was like, wow, like that really brings it home because right. that's been such like a, a hot button issue uh, over the last few years and that sort of thing. But at the same time, like seeing like them doing the ladder and then them climbing up over it. And then um, even being on that side where like, I don't know if you check out the, the city skyline when you were up on top of the fence, but I mean like, you know, it said Lone Star State and like, I mean, it, there was definitely like a, um, kind of a hyper aware reaction that I had as an American looking at this where it's like, Oh wow. Like here we <laughs> I are know where that is. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, Whoa. Okay. And then on top of that, like when we're chasing down the bad guys and we're having to go into these American homes and that sort of thing. And you, and, and you see kind of like this uh, reaction of outrage among uh, these citizens and whatnot. I mean, cause uh, Again, it's this awkward situation where it's like, we're Mexican special forces. We're in American territory. We're not supposed to be there. But again, that's, that's great storytelling that, that, you know, those types of situations are what make for memorable moments and actually causes one to pause and kind of reflect on that. Well, one of the memorable things um, to me anyway, maybe they'd run this in other uh, Call of Duty games, but uh, of course, you're not supposed to shoot the civilians. I mean, and I and I don't. But um, <laughs> anyhow, there there's a part where it says, okay, um, you can hold left trigger to like aim at yeah. somebody just yeah. to kind of cool the situation down. Yeah. And there's plenty of times where people are like, get off my lawn. Who are you? Sort of they, you know, not maybe not get off my lawn, but um, <laughs> anyway, like you're breaking into people's houses trying to look for a guy and. People are waking up out of dead sleep and coming at you with a bat. Yeah, exactly. And they're innocent, so you're not supposed to take them out. But there was a time where somebody just clocked me with a bat, and like you know, I'm I'm basically bleeding on the screen. And at first, I shot him, and then I, you know, the game was over. I had to restart, yeah. and I'm like, oh man, I was supposed to shoot that guy, and so I didn't. And he and he, of course, he came at me again, and he hit me, and I didn't shoot. And then so then he backed off like, oh, okay, you're special forces. Okay, you're looking for somebody. I don't know, you know, I'm sorry. And there's other times where you're, they'll tell you, you know, keep an eye on them. And so you have your gun pointed and then you'll relax and then they'll start to reach for something. You're like, no, the uh, little things like that. And you, you almost can't trust everybody. Oh yeah, it keeps you on the edge of your seat. Or, or like uh, there'll be a, a woman screaming um, but she's part of the cartel. But at first, she's just like an innocent lady. You're like, okay, oh, I'm not, not going to touch you. Yeah, yeah. And then she just pulls out some machine gun somewhere, or maybe from somebody who had fallen. And I'm like, <laughs> got to be on my toes. Oh yeah. Um, there's not a lot of music in this. No, either. I, and I kind of appreciate that in a way. Kind of makes it a little bit more realistic. Real, you know. Yeah. The only time that I notice music playing is when there's kind of more of a cinematic moment that's right. going on. Um, I really love that one cinematic scene where it's, it's that same um, area that we've been discussing and the police show up. Right. That was really cool because the officers who were not informed, I mean, they were looking at these guys as potential terrorists or, you know, who are these guys with these automatic weapons and, and, you know, the Mexican special forces are like trying to explain, no, we're on your side. Like we're trying to find this one person. And then you had kind of the, sheriff or senior sergeant or whoever it was, basically the person who received the phone call right. and knew what was going on. And then you have that event transpire and um, it's such a, a trademark signature call of duty type of thing, which I love. I, I always eat that stuff up. Right. I think it's great. So looking forward to it. I'm curious to know how many levels there are 
total in the story just because um, I've been enjoying uh, what I've been seeing so far. And I would say half of what I've experienced has been kind of a rinse and repeat kind of thing where like I've done that in, in previous Call of Duty games. Not a bad thing, but they're also not reinventing. Well, not reinventing, but they're not exploring new sure. ideas with those <clears throat> levels. At the same time, though, to be fair, like the, the other half are, to my knowledge, new types of approaches to things. And I think that that's really cool, too. So, you know, you get a bit of the old, a bit of the new. That's right. But I am hoping that... Um, for seventy bucks, Russ, they're gonna give us seventy white uh, campaign smackers. If it's if it's a short campaign, probably not gonna be that thrilled. Mm. I, some of these campaigns that are are definitely long. Some of them are definitely yeah. short. Yeah. Um, which got me thinking because when I was downloading it, it gave me an option. Okay, you want to go ahead and download all the content, or you just want to go ahead and download the like the base game and the campaign. I'm like, that's literally all. I'm not ever going to play the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Don't have time. Like, there's plenty of other stuff I want to play more. I'm never going to play the multiplayer. So either A, I, w- I wish they would say, okay, if you're going to play the whole entire game, you're going to play the multiplayer, you're going to pay play the campaign, you're going to do everything, charge you full price. If you're not going to, and you're not going to play the multiplayer at all, uh, we're not going to charge you for it, and of course you won't have access to it. I would think that would be kind of a better deal, because if like the campaign turns out to be like six hours or ten <clears throat> hours or something, I paid 70 bucks for you know, a ten-hour game, and that's it. That would be kind of, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that's the way it is, but I mean, it's possible. I think that's one of the aspects that we can count ourselves lucky on being Xbox owners is that Xbox acquired Activision Blizzard. So they now own Call of Duty. And I think moving forward, like this game was probably on the books in terms of contractual obligations and that sort of thing. And so it's going to probably appear on like the PS5 and so on and so forth. Moving forward from this game or maybe the next game, as an outsider looking in, I have no idea. However, um, I do think that we're going to be um, in a position to not have to worry about what the price is because, it, you know, they'll make it available on Game Pass. That'll be That's a Game right. Pass type of experience. And so as a result, we get to save $70 on every Call of Duty that comes out, which that's <clears throat> that's pretty awesome. That is. That's probably why they're charging the most right now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, and I, you did you hear about how the next-gen games, how there is going to be this eventual kind of embracing like most if not all of the the newer games are going to go for that $70 price tag inflation Russ they're they're increasing it mm. by 10 smackers I did try the multiplayer on this game a little bit oh and I sucked it was so bad nothing new then it I don't know what it is because I'm decent at a lot of first-person mm. shooter games. I mean, Overwatch, I can hold my own. Mm. Counter-Strike, I can hold my own. I'm not the best, but I can hold my own. Um, Halo, another one I'm, I'm good at. And, and it's for some reason in Call of Duty, the multiplayer is just different. The way that the gameplay is executed, I just, I'm awful. I don't know what's going on. And what's, I think one of the things about it that I don't care for is like to give you an idea, like in, in this um, situation, I think it was like 5v5 or 6v6, something like that. So it was like, you know, it's a medium sized map and it was predominantly around like these, these, like it was like an American ambassador, ambassador, 
embassy. Making up words as we go. Wow, that was just like a cross. <laughs> it was like a cross between an ambassador and an embassy. Embassy? Sorry. <laughs> ambassador, embassy, and badass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the um, the level itself, I mean, it looks, I mean, once again, like like the, the production value of the level is great. Everything looks really, really cool. The thing is, though, is that in a game like Call of Duty, psychologically speaking, my mind thinks about, okay, we need to stick together as a squad. This is very, uh, you know, military-focused game. But that doesn't happen. It's like you're in multiplayer and everybody just runs amok and everybody goes their own. It's like, like you know, trying to herd cats. It just doesn't happen. But one of the things that I think is unrealistic is like you basically have people on both sides of the team just sprinting 24-7. Like they're sprinting through the halls and they're jumping, and you know, and, you know, and I'm kind of walking around doing my thing and then boom, someone gets me and then like it shows the instant replay and you see this guy like... I'm like, this is not realistic. Like the game itself has made a, a concentrated effort <laughs> to be realistic and humans don't use, if you were in a situation, that's not how you would move. That's not how you would behave or anything else like that. Now it would make sense. Like if you're playing Fortnite or you're playing overwatch, sure. you know, and you're bouncing around like a jackrabbit and everything. It's like, it's a cartoon sure i you know that that's appropriate but for someone like this i'm just like i don't know like it, it just it doesn't click with me yeah and on top of that i mean i was like bottom of the list in terms of performance <laughs> i was like dude this is kills negative one <laughs> i was just curious because i wanted to see hey did things change or whatever no it's the same thing and it's the manner of which it happens to like you watch like when you watch these players run around again, because there is such an emphasis on trying to make the game like realistic, like real right. life, you know, you see everything looks great, but then you see these players like moving unrealistically fast through everything. And you're just like, no, it doesn't, I don't know. Anyway, hmm. for those that actually do love the call of duty multiplayer have at it. That's awesome. I'm just not good at it. I can't c connect with it. And that's cool. You know, yeah, it's awesome. I've got, well, I mean, I've got plenty of other games I can do that yeah. with. And this is nothing new. I mean, for me, it's like, you know, I buy Call of Duty because I love the single player campaign. That's right. As do you. You know, I'm a big fan of a story. Yeah, that's I right. love that, that cinematic kind of experience. Mm -hmm. And especially considering the fact that um, a lot of those aforementioned Tom Clancy titles They've kind of gone away. Like they I have. haven't seen. I think. I think we might be seeing a return, a, a resurgence, a resurfacing of Splinter Cell. Tom Fisher might be. Uh, or I Tom thought Fisher. we saw something. Sam Fisher. Excuse yeah, me. Tom Fisher. I love, Fisherman. Yeah, <laughs> I love the Splinter Cell series. That's one of my all-time <laughs> favorite series. Any uh, yeah. closing remarks there, Steve? <clears throat> no, Russ. I'm going to finish the game. I, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I can stick out a game. I got to. Turned up loud. I want to hear some gunfires, some some uh, some tanks, some uh, some background ricochets. Mm. You know, I want to hear all that stuff. Uh, but like I said earlier, I really want it to be. I really want to get my money's worth with yeah. it from what how I play the game. Um, I'm hoping you know. One thing else that I saw was there was instances where a lot was happening, and there was like a bit of like a, a stutter or or. Um, a slowdown, if you will. And I'm hoping that was just maybe a loading section of the game. It was not going to 
keep doing that mm. throughout the rest of the game. Um, I'm hoping there's not going to be these continual uh, bits of unpolishedness where I'm like figuring out I'm just going to run amok and then eventually whatever's going to happen is going to happen and I'm going to shoot my way out sort of thing. Um, but those are little things, Russ. Overall, I'm uh, I'm glad to be playing it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm having a, a lot of fun. I'm having a blasty blast, you might say. Oh, no. Pun intended, yes. Exactly. No, I've been having a lot of fun with it. I look forward to continuing through the uh, story mode. Um, I just love, I love Price and Soap. Those two guys, and, you know, it'd be interesting to see, like, if there are some other characters in this one that perhaps will make a return. Who knows? But I just, I love, I don't know. I think it's great to be able to continue developing certain characters over many games. Sure. Forge that relationship. That- yeah. All right. Virtual relationship, you know? Mm. that wraps up this episode of joygasm thank you so much for hanging out with us if you enjoyed this episode we invite you to check out patreon.com slash joygasm mm. spelled j-o-y-g-a-s-m where you can enjoy exclusive perks and early access to the show not to mention it continues helping us financially doing the podcast mm. Also, make sure you click on that subscribe button as well as that notification bell. That way you will not miss a single solitary episode of Joygasm that drops once a week each week. And while you're at it, you could, in fact, do a search for at Joygasm TV on your favorite social media platform of choice. Last but not least, do a search for Joygasm TV on Twitch to see us stream our gaming adventures live every Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Central Time. We are going to be looking forward to hanging out with all of you once again next week when we review Black Panther Wakanda Forever. It's going to be a doozy. Can't wait. We'll see you then. <laughs>